Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Fendorva speaking. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785. Our website is www.radiomissions.org. So you look us up there on the web. We have much information there about Radio Missions, about the old Trailblazer broadcast. We have messages by our late pastor, L.R. Shelton. We have our Bible and book room catalogs listed there. So you, you, if you would, visit our website. We're bringing you a series of studies now on Satan, the God of this world. And we're looking in our last study or two at the coming world Antichrist. Much interest in the Antichrist, isn't it? Yes, folks are ignorant about the Antichrist. Folks are so deceived about it. But we're just bringing you, thus saith the Lord. We're talking about Satan. In our last study, we were looking there uh, at the, uh, all of those things, at the Antichrist be coming on the scene, and uh, all of those things. Now, this morning, we want to look here again. Satan, a living, dynamic personality. That's right. Satan is a real person, my friend, not a myth, not someone with a red flannel suit and a, and a pitchfork and pointed ears. No. Satan is a living, dynamic personality. And he's been planning such things for ages, the coming of the Antichrist. And the only thing that's held him back and is holding him back today from realizing his purpose, and that purpose is to be worshipped, the only thing that's holding that back is the Holy Spirit, according to Second Thessalonians 2, 6, and 7. Let me read that. And now you know that whatsoever or what withholdest that he might be revealed in his time. Let me read that again. And now ye know what withholdest that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth or hindereth will let or will hinder until he be taken out of the way. Any Bible student or scholar knows that the opposing force and power against Satan and the spirit of the Antichrist is the Holy Spirit indwelling born-again believers. That's right, my friend. You couldn't stand one moment if it were not for the Holy Spirit indwelling you, believer. One day the Holy Spirit is, be- is going to be taken out of the way. He's going back to heaven. And when he does, he'll take you and me who are born again. He'll take every born-again believer with him. That will be, that will be, listen, that will be the, when the second coming of the Lord. When the Lord Jesus Christ comes from heaven for his own, we are taken out of this world by the power of the Holy Spirit to meet the Lord in the air, and then will be revealed the Antichrist. Satan has tried and failed many times to realize this ambition, but one day he'll succeed. The devil hates the Lord Jesus Christ with a flaming, undying hatred. The devil hates the Jewish nation because, listen, because from this people came the world's Christ, the Savior of mankind. This is the reason there has been uh, so much hatred for the Jews, and that is the reason they've, never, they've always been persecuted by beastly rulers, ungodly men, and because they are God's chosen people. The other reason why Satan hates the Jewish nation and does as he is is because one day they will find their place back there in Palestine as the world rulers, the world financiers, the world's missionaries, and Satan wants that place himself. Again, the devil hates Christians, I mean those who are born again, truly born again, because they acknowledge the lordship of Christ, which the devil would divert to himself. Now, let me call your attention to this fact. Would you just perk up your ears and listen there? That's the reason why unsaved religionists hate 
spirit-indicted messages and messengers who gives them. Now, my friend, every unsaved religionist hates the gospel. They hate the gospel. They hate the man who brings the gospel. They have done every deceivable and damnable thing to hush the mouth of those who bring God's message day by day. They've done it by imitation. They, Satan's imitators are out there in the, on the, on the uh, field today in the pulpits of America They're imitating the gospel. They don't know anything about the Lord. We have woman preachers now, women preachers on every hand, uh, just blabbering from the mouth, running off from the mouth. They don't know what they're talking about. They know that they don't know that they have no authority to preach. They're devils. They're the devil's emissaries, my friend. There's no place in God's word who give, that gives a woman a place of authority. Now, I know that I've had some lively letters from folks who tell me that I've overstepped my bounds, but I'm going by thus saith the Lord. And the Bible says that a woman is to keep silent in the church. She is to be in subjection to her husband. And that in order to be the pastor, the bishop, or the elder of the church, she must be the husband of one wife. So, my friend, that settles it with me right there. It does. It settles it right there. Every unsaved religion, religionist, whether in the pulpit or the pew, is a child of Satan. Would you let that soak in? Every unsaved religionist, all of these unsaved preachers who get on the radio and stomp and holler and go up for breath and, and command the Lord to do this and command the Lord to do they don't know anything about the Lord. They've never seen themselves as a lost sinner. They've never seen the Lord high and lifted up as their Savior. They're just a self-called, Satan-called, devil-called individual who has uh, taken a place of preeminence and through uh, imitation of God's gospel, through imitation, they have ascended to a high play some of these tv preachers get on the radio and they're so articulate and so so well versed in the scriptures and all this and they dress so fine and folks look up to them and all the time they are wolf in sheep's clothing my friend now that's right i know what i'm talking about that's right they can't help it that's their nature they are children of the devil and have the nature of satan therefore their nature is to hate everything that is godlike and christ-like they put up their own opinion above the word of God, the spirit of hatred and jealousy and madness on the part of the unsaved religious world will grow worse and worse as we come down to the end of this age, just before Christ comes. This is due to the fact that the world is shaping up politically, religiously, for the acceptance of the Antichrist when he is revealed. Now, my friend, I tell you without equivocation that this world is shaping up politically. That's right. Any day now, we'll have some, uh, someone come forth whom the world will run after. That's right. And we've been asked a question many times, has the Antichrist already been revealed? And the answer is no. And then the next question is, when will he be revealed? The Antichrist or the man of sin cannot and will not be revealed until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back to earth for his own. For you and me, if you know the Lord. We are so near the coming of the Lord until the Antichrist could be living today, yet not be revealed. He may be living, but he will not be revealed or manifested until after Christ comes for his own, as set forth in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. Every prophecy that has, that has to be fulfilled before Christ comes for his bride has been fulfilled. We're living now on borrowed time. If you're, not, if you're not saved, my friend, you've already been convicted and sentenced. You're just living on a reprieve. We are so near the coming of our Lord back to earth again until I tremble for the religious world who is blinded in their own conceit. 
I tremble for my own family, my son, my daughters, my congregation, my loved ones, my tape family people, those who hear me over the radio. I tremble for you, my friend. We could go home to be with the Lord any day, those of us who know the Lord. Then where is that going to leave you? The Antichrist will come on the scene, and there you will be to worship. You say, well, I'll just get saved in the tribulation period. No, you won't. If you won't have the gospel now, you won't have it then. I don't know, my friend. Listen, I just don't know. Why? 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 Listen, we're so near that time. The religious the world today is sitting on the edge of the pit and do not know it. So few are looking for the Lord. Do you know anybody in your family, in your circle, there in your job where you work, on the shop, or on the carpenter shop, or the office, or the, uh, where, in the motor pool where you ride to work? Do you know anyone who says they're looking for the coming of the Lord and who speaks of the Lord? No, I don't. I don't, my friend. I'm blessed to be the pastor of this church where there's a few saved and they talk about the Lord. But listen, outside of the realm of this church, I know very few who know anything about the Lord Jesus Christ. They're they afraid of their, uh, out of their boots about the coming of the Antichrist, but yet they won't turn to the Lord. They are, they are sealed in their doom because of their defiance of God's word. That's right, my friend. That's right. The second coming of our Lord was once the hope of the church, but it's no longer. No longer do so-called believers sit around the table, drink their coffee, and eat their breakfast, and talk about the Lord. No, they don't do that. They talk about the ball game, the late-night shows, the, uh, the, the, the late, late shows, and the, those things that come on, the smutty and nasty, filthy jokes, and the uh, pornography that comes on the Internet and all that thing. No longer do so-called believers long for the coming of the Lord. The hope of the church today is put over a worldly program, is to put over a worldly program, and this is rapidly taking shape up in the religious world for their acceptance of the Antichrist, who will be revealed as soon as Christ comes for his own. When Christ comes for his own and takes all the living believers out of the world, and I don't believe that's going to be but a handful, so to speak, raises all the dead, the graves will be opened throughout the ages, those who have gone on. Then will God turn over this earth to Satan, my friend. Now that day is coming soon. Listen, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which also sleep in Jesus will God bring forth with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, my friend, that's the most gratifying statement in God's Word, that man, God's man, God's man, God's messenger, can go forth day by day preaching the gospel, proclaiming the gospel, telling, telling sinners Christ came to seek and to save sinners. But listen, if you won't have it, some of my folks here won't have it. Some of them sit here like a bump on a stump. They won't have it. You know why? Because their old wheel's got to be broken. You can't be saved without your will being broken. No man cometh to the Father except the, no, to the Son, except the Father draw him. And the Lord has been 
uh, calling and drawing, but you won't come. He said, you will not come to me that you might have life. Now, my friend, did you know your will must be broken? Oh, you have a free will. Yes, folks say, well, I just got a free will. Yeah, you do. It's free to choose sin, my friend. It only chooses sin. You don't have to teach a baby how to, how to be bad. You don't have to teach them how to steal and how to rob and lie and cheat. No, they come into this world knowing that because they're sinners just like you and I are. But listen, listen now, my friend. God's Word says that Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? The old trailblazer was lost one day. Lost, 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 my friend. The Lord opened my heart to show me I was lost all the time. If you've never seen yourself, you're lost. If you've never come to the Lord begging for mercy, you're lost. That's right. I might as well be honest with you. I tell my folks here at Radio Mission, let me be honest with you. If you never turn to the Lord, you're going to hell. You say, well, that's mighty brash, old trailblazer. But listen, sometimes we need a wake-up call, don't we? That's right. Sometimes we need to get our attention. Like my dad used to get my attention with a razor strap every now and then when I was kind of playing, uh, playing the fool. But Lord, Lord, the Lord knows what we need. The Lord knows we need a wake-up call. I'm I'm pleading for your soul this morning, my friend. Don't turn the radio off. Don't get mad with me. I'm pleading for your soul. You're going out into eternity. Soon, lost. Are you going to wait here for the Antichrist? You want to serve him? He put the mark in your forehead and the mark on your hand, and that's all. That'll be too late then, my friend. Oh, there'll be no more mercy. Did you know one day there'll be no more mercy? But there's mercy today, my friend. If your will is never broken, you'll never be saved. You just go to hell for your trouble, my friend. Listen now, this is the old trailblazer. It's been good to have been with you this morning. My heart's heavy for you. My mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer, bringing you a, a, to the close another old trailblazer message. Write me and let me hear from you. Send me an offering to help with the broadcast. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.